Hi, welcome to Series 2 of Headpieces. In these bite-sized mini-dramas, we continue our tales of two metres, which explore the lives of individuals living through the coronavirus pandemic. In Episode 1, entitled Recline and Rinse, we meet Daniel, an incompetent dentist that has been called into work during the pandemic due to staff shortages. Will Daniel get away with his unskilled meddling with molars? Or will he escape by the skin of his teeth? Come in, come in. Welcome. Sorry you had to navigate your own way in. These are strange times we're in whilst this tricksy old C-19 gets sorted. No reception staff to meet and greet you and point you in the right direction. But we've got all the signage out there. We haven't lost anyone yet. We've consolidated our services. All your health needs under one roof. Feet, teeth, ears and eyes. Foot and mouth, I like to call it. (laughs) Oh, it's great. Just one telephonist taking all the calls and booking people in. All very streamlined. We'll probably be sticking to this crazy collaborative idea, even when we're the other side of this pesky pandemic. Oh, excuse me just a moment whilst I get your details from Edward. Anything come through on the old e-by-gum mail, Steady Eddie? Oh, you have to chuckle. Eddie's from up north, you see, so it's a little special pun for him. I do these jokes for Steady Eddie. He loves them, don't you, Ed? Oh, it makes the day fly by. It can get a bit tedious with all the faff of the two metres malarkey. And I've always wondered what these dental nurses do all day, just doing the old rinse and spit routine with patients. Anyway, enough of this chat. Got anything through, Ed, on the old politically correct? That's my little joke name for the PC. No? Nothing through, I'm afraid. Oh well, I just need to ask you to fill in some basic information on this form. Oh dear, you look a bit confused. Oh, Steady Eddie will print you out an extra large version and give you a pen. There you go. Ed's got you the large print form, and is pointed to what you need to fill in. Name, date of birth, address, the usual, you know how it goes, pin number. Oh, what am I like? No, that was just another one of my little jokes. Oh, good, you've completed it. Oh, that's smashing. So, Mrs Jones, you are a little on the veteran's side, aren't you, truthy pegwise? Not to worry. This is just standard procedure today. Just giving you a nice little checkup, and if there's anything wrong, Ed will book you back in. Would you like to take your coat off? No? Oh, feeling a bit cold, are you, Mrs. Jones? Oh, well, not to worry. Just pop yourself down on the old recliner chair over there. Oh, go on, Mrs. Jones, don't be shy. It's all been wiped down. Oh, perhaps you're nervous. Clammed up a bit, have you? Oh, we get this all the time, Mrs Jones. Don't you worry. Don't you worry about a thing. Don't you worry? (laughs) 
don't you worry. Get it? Oh, come on, Mrs. Jones, crack a little smile. I can see that you and Eddie secretly love my molar mischief. Now, we'll just help you across into the recliner then, Mrs. Jones. There you go. Oh, you really don't want to sit down, do you? Oh, never mind. We've got plenty of time. We're allowing oodles of time per patient during this pandemic palaver. Eddie will just give you a bit of a shove. There you go. You're on the move now. Oh, yes. Shuffling across at quite a good pace. We'll have you comfy in no time, Mrs. Jones. And down you go. Oh, that's lovely. Are you sure you're all right in that coat, Mrs. Jones? You look like you can hardly breathe. It's one of those, oh, what do you call it? Oh, help me out, Ed. Oh, I remember now. It's one of those quilt coats. My wife's got one. I always say, are you all right in that old duvet, Deirdre? How are you doing under there? Got the undersheet and mattress protector tucked in, have you? Oh, we laugh. Well, I do. Deirdre tells me I'm getting on her nerves, and I tell her I'll give her the slip if she carries on. The pillow slip. Get it? (laughs) So, Eddie's just going to pop off and try to find your card, Mrs Jones. Then we'll have all your info on your incisors. Off he goes. What a star our steady Eddie is. I'll just pull up this stool, if I may, Mrs Jones. I don't often get the chance to have much of a heart-to-heart with anyone these days. Now, between you and me, things aren't good with Deirdre. And it's not just my quips about her quilt coat. She says living with me during lockdown has tipped her over the edge, and she's moved out, Mrs Jones. She says she can't take it any more. She says I get in her face. I mean, well, I told her I get in the face of all my patients. But I have to, it's my job. But she says that's the point. I make a joke out of everything. It's just my way, Mrs Jones. I'm just covering up for my inadequacies and insecurities. Which, between you, me and the mouthwash, lockdown has made a whole lot worse. I thought I'd be able to brush up on my dental dexterity with all those weeks with nothing to do. But I just couldn't do it, Mrs Jones. I'm just not cut out for this job. And then I got called in because they got busy with this combined healthcare idea, and none of the other dentists were prepared to come in. I did do a dentistry course. But just between us, Mrs Jones, it wasn't really the course I wanted to do. I mean, I wanted sculpting for beginners. But it's amazing what you can get at night class these days. And here I am. I've been called up due to the pandemic. So one man's loss is another man's gain, Mrs Jones. They said they weren't going to let me loose on real patients before this situation. But here I am, meddling with your molars and inspecting your incisors. Oh, and here's Eddie back in the room. Hi, Eddie. Oh, Mrs Jones and I were just having a little heart-to-heart. But that's between us, Mrs Jones. A nod is as good as a wink, as they say. You just keep that all to yourself. Anyway, don't keep me nattering, Mrs Jones. Where were we? Back to work, or BTW, as all the young ones say. 
Do you have the card for Mrs. Jones, Ed? No. Not to be found? Oh well, we'll wing it. Now just use that button, Mrs. Jones, to recline your seat. Oh, come on, Mrs. Jones. We're going to have to pop you back. We can't sort you out when you're sat bolt upright. That's no good for probing your plaque. No? OK, well, Eddie, we'll just pop you back then. Oops, don't struggle, Mrs Jones. That looks like it was a bit of a shock to you. Anyway, just a little rinse to clean your mouth, Mrs Jones. Come on now, the cup with the pink fizz is there for you. Oh, pop those gloves on, Ed, and help Mrs Jones, would you? No, don't resist, Mrs Jones. Resisting is futile. Lovely. Oh, don't spit at me, Mrs Jones. Spit it out into that silver little bowl is far more traditional. But not to worry. Ed will clean that up later. Right. Open wide. Oh, come on, Mrs Jones. Don't clam up on me. I just need you to open up. Oh, you are nervous, aren't you? I'll get Eddie to help out. He's good at this. He spends his lunch times retrieving the ball from the vice-like grip of Brian, his bull mastiff. Oh, Brian doesn't like to let that ball go, the cheeky little sausage. He had my leg once, and just for a laugh, steady Eddie didn't call him off. Oh, what fun we had that lunchtime. Ed said it was mind over matter. He didn't mind, and I didn't matter. <laughs> oh, how we laughed. Now, say, ah, Mrs Jones. Oh, come on, don't be shy. It's like this. Or, if you fancy, you can get a bit operatic. Oh, be a sport, Mrs Jones. I've just given you my full repertoire. I only need you to say, ah. Oh, never mind. Well, we can skip that bit. Right. Now stick your tongue out, Mrs Jones. Oh, come on, it's not rude. We're not in the playground. Look, like this. Ah! Oh, smashing, Mrs Jones. Perfect, you've managed to do it. There, you've stuck your tongue out nicely. But there's no need for that rude gesture. Naughty, naughty. But I'll let you off just this once, Mrs Jones. These are testing times for us all. Right. Now I'm just going to have a little ferret around. Oh, don't wriggle, Mrs Jones. You'll get really hot in that duvet coat. We'll slip some of these restraining straps over you, shall we? That's it. Super. Probably best to pop some of these openers in Mrs Jones. Always handy for when our patients want to clamp their mouths shut. <laughs> there we go. Oh, lovely. That'll put a stop to any unnecessary jaw clenching. And now to the hard tissue. To the uninitiated, that's your teeth, Mrs Jones. Righty-ho, and here we go. I'm just going to tap your toothy pegs, Mrs Jones. You know the drill. Eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And one, two, three. 
three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. And one, two, three, four, five. Five. Five? Five? Oh, have a look at this, Ed. Get that flashlight, would you? What do you think of five? 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 What do you think, Eddie? What's the name of that one? Oh, gotcha. It's a premolar. Oh, super duper. Good for you, Ed. Where would we be without you? Been a bit naughty, have we, Mrs. Jones? A few too many tasty toffees during lockdown. Oh, I know. I've developed a bit of a penchant for pork scratchings. Chipped a bit off my front toothy peggy, Mrs. Jones. Look, it's here for all the world to see. Silly old me, and me being a dentist. <laughs> it gave Eddie a laugh, though, didn't it, Steady Eddie? I haven't seen you smile like that since Brian jammed his jaws around my leg. So, we'll have to book you back in, Mrs. Jones. You'll have to come back another day for that. Which is a relief to us all. Perhaps best leave your duvet at home next time. So, we just need your full patient details to make that rebooking. Which Eddie's getting off the politically correct PC for us any moment now. Right, while we wait, I'll just remove these openers from your mouth. <coughs> now, there's no need to snarl at me like that, Mrs Jones. You should be pleased I've taken them out. Anyway, I think I can hear your notes coming through on the old politically correct. And ta-da! And if by magic they're here at last. Right, let's just take a little look. Oh, Mrs Jones. Oh, dear. Oh, deary, deary, dear, Mrs Jones. You are here for a hearing test. A hearing test! Oh, you can't hear a thing. Oh, well, thank goodness for that. You didn't hear a word I said to you. Oh, what a relief. Oh, well, I'll just dictate a note to Eddie to give to you. Thank you for coming in today, Mrs Jones. As part of our enhanced treatment package during the coronavirus pandemic, we are giving our patients a full MOT, and this was your complimentary 1,000-bite service. Please pop to the room next door, and you'll be given your hearing test. Here's your explanatory note, Mrs Jones. Thank you for coming in today. Here, have a toffee to see you on your way. Recline and Rinse was performed and produced by Rich McPherson and written by Wendy Wormsley. To hear more bite-sized dramas and to avoid missing out on new episodes, subscribe to the Headpieces podcast for free. We would love to hear your feedback. Leave us a review or email us at headpiecespodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. <laughs>